Hello, this is episode 325 of the Pro Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. So this episode is about not going in a box. I've talked about this before, but it's been a really interesting couple of months for me. And it's probably bad that I can predict who's going to fall off my Patreon, depending on what writing I share. I'm kind of currently sitting on a lot of the writing I'm doing now because I don't really feel that people are ready for it. So I'm in a bit of a vacuum with it, and I also feel that it needs to be tweaked as well. And it's kind of unfortunate that because it's so triggering, unlike other writing, I can kind of put it out and engage a reaction and then tweak it. So it's an interesting space. I've been noticing, like I've been doing this roller coaster with the podcast, and okay, there's a certain amount of algorithm games going taking place at the moment because... I don't want to set up subscriptions, and so that's kind of de-ranking me. It's quite quite obvious to me that that is happening at the moment, that because various platforms are not making money out of me, they're not very happy to, to promote the podcast, and so there's a lot of games being taking place, and, and personally, I think it will all spin out, because I'm watching people go to a lot of other platforms in order to engage with the podcast, so I think they're just going to burn themselves out. And I'm just going to sit it out in the meantime and watch everybody play the games. But there's some more concerning things happening as well as I start to chart this. Sort of in between that noise, there's other patterns taking place. And I've kind of been talking about this with people close, particularly during the pandemic. You know, the only thing, I'm not anti-humanity. I've had one client who stopped speaking to me because I believed that I'd had covid never mind any conversation about vaccines. And, you know, that, that still irks and it still sits with me because I try so much to navigate other people's points of view and places of living within themselves and within the world and to be accommodating and meet everybody where they are. And, you know, when you very obviously haven't been well and you've kind of had to pull back a bit you sort of expect a bit of compassion from people you don't expect to to get a barrage of emails into your inbox and frankly to have no idea how to reply to them because it's just such an alien space and I'm I'm a scientist originally I'm a physicist I just studied a huge amount of physics and chemistry and a certain amount of biology so I have a very scientific analytical mind as well as a creative one i met a friend for a coffee last week and they said to me you know like there you are quite complex and there are many layers to you because you have a very academic mindset and a psychology way of thinking but you're equally have a set of values that are very private to you and you're a deeply spiritual person, which you don't really share that much with people, but you have this kind of core compass and values inside that you move from. And that's very true. And it's not something I share with many people. And so, and she sort of said to me, those things don't normally go together. And they don't normally go together. I just don't go in a box. Like I was left with a dilemma even in school between physics and art. You know, which do I do? And I chose to do physics because I chose to study that, whereas I kept it my art and all my creativity on the sidelines. And I shared a piece last week, you know, joking about the fact that I might have realised 
that you could write essays. And, and much of my writing, every chapter, I make a point of it standing on its own. And so people don't realize that, that sometimes things go as, a, as a, into a whole book because each part can stand by itself. But I didn't know you could write essays because I didn't study English. I studied physics. And it was only when I started to, to read other people's formats and I started to come across essays, I was like, oh, I can write essays. Okay, but I write whole books of them. And there is a thread going through them, but they each stand on their own and they feel like balanced pieces by themselves. But there's this sort of, there's this really difficult movement in the world, both because people are very polarized, but also because of, of COVID as well. Like a lot of people who came to me for for homeschooling during the pandemic were also very anti-vax. They, the sense of being outside the box and outside the thinking and wanting to step out of the hamster wheel and wanting a different life came with not believing in any structure or society or any sort of rational conversation from anybody. And that's a very difficult place to be. It, it, for me, it's a very sad place to be because it means in order to not go in the box and to be different means that you've thrown everything out and you've thrown all sense of community out, essentially, because you're, you're only really living for yourself. You're not living as part of a community. You're not taking, moving from a place that's part of something bigger than you. And I find that very sad. And, you know, I'm not anti-abortion. And I've written about this, you know. Um, I have no idea what, what I would do in those circumstances. And the reality is, is that it is a question that would arise for me if I was raped. And, and what, what would I choose? I have no idea. But similarly, I think the world is very complex. I think there are many scenarios, many circumstances. There's a whole cauldron of ingredients to how each person lives. And I don't need to control anybody else's life. So I don't need to be anti-abortion. I don't believe in the church having such control over people, but I'm not anti-religion. I'm not anti-belief. I'm an incredibly fatalistic person myself. I don't believe in labeling your child I don't believe in the way that we view autism, especially at the moment. I'm anti-abuse, all kinds of abuse, but particularly the sort of impacts of having narcissistic parents. I'm ironically quite anti-capitalist, but I come from a long generation on both sides of business people, of self-employed business people. That is the, the predominant strain on both sides of my family. The, the ancestry that's there really, really strongly, and particularly for the women, in fact. But I think you can do this without exploiting people. I think that you can offer a service to people and be really whole in how you do that, really holistic and really honourable, and then you don't have to screw people to make a living. So I, I have a big difficulty with the way that people are behaving in Ireland at the moment. Everybody wants to make an extra book and we've got to be an exceptionally expensive place to live in Europe because people are not happy making a reasonable profit and paying their staff reasonably and just giving back to the community and thinking about the knock-on impacts of everything and we're back to that place again of you're not recognizing that you're moving in something bigger. 
And the one thing that I'm massively anti is conditions and you blindly following your way into a box and the labels which always come with limitations. And so what happens in my podcast is that every time I touch off a point where I talk about some of the bigger topics and some of the bigger difficulties where you're supposed to go in one camp or another, whether it's war or it's abortion or it's religion or it's autism or whatever it is, if I don't just go in the box and I try to look at this bigger and I sort of try to broaden it out and I'm not prepared to think, you know, COVID is the greatest scam in the universe and I try to constructively offer people support on how to, to build their bodies back and how to be healthy and how to move within it, I end up with this sort of, you know, basically this sort of seesaw ride on, on, on my podcast. And I end up moving it around to different categories to try to find different people who are not triggered, essentially, and who are feeling a little bit more open-minded and who don't have to go on one pole or the other, and who are trying to be part of a humanity and being essentially anti the control of other people within that humanity. In whatever way you're choosing to do that, whether it's through human rights or through racism, like that's another one we haven't spoken about. Like there were a number of people not supporting my work because I have been so outspoken in my love of black writers and my my passion for the, the place that they move from and that open-hearted space and I see huge impacts of the kind of widest scale that is applied in so many ways and again every time I speak about that I lose another you know <laughs> a couple of hundred people who, who drift away or, or more like I don't even want to talk about it it's but it is like it's it's so difficult to have this internal sense of what resonates and what doesn't to be quite analytical and practical in reality in the world but to not sit in other people's camps just because those are the places that you're supposed to sit and if I yes if I sum it up like I'm anti-boxes and I'm anti the conditions that, that put people in those boxes and label them that's the biggest challenge that I have and it always has been and you know it, it's funny like I wrote a piece of, about two weeks ago now and I had no idea that there was another Barbie film coming out when I wrote it, and I'm just like, do, do we really need another Barbie film? Like, there's another set of girls in society with these unreal expectations, and having looked at the promos for it, like, I'm kind of wondering, is Ken going to come out this time at least? But it's just, it's just such a ridiculous representation of society to children. There's a couple of key things that all the people in my world have in common. And one of them, bizarrely, is that they all didn't like dolls growing up. And I'm beginning to think that there's a lot more in that. But yeah, I'll continue this roller coaster. But I do, I do feel like we're in a very strange place when to be, and I, and I know I recorded a podcast on this, 
not that long ago in relation to the pandemic, but in order to be outside the box means that you have thrown out all responsibility to humanity. It's not a good sign.